Hey guys, welcome back to the Us Versus That vidcast. Today we are going to talk about our experience with doing Vegas sober. We just got back today from a four day actual Vegas vacation, um, post-ish pandemic, and the experience was pretty wild. And so we just kind of want to talk about our experience with it. Yeah, and the idea of like the post-ish pandemic, like we realize places are different all over the country and rules have been different all over the country. Um, but if we use terminology like post or pre-pandemic or um, COVID, it's because we've seen like a very noticeable shift. Yeah. Um, like many should or are noticing or starting to see and especially stepping into a place like Las Vegas for the first time with a newfound sobriety if you will um, a lot of things were just like extremely glaring um, especially coming from the context of pre and post quote-unquote like lockdowns or shutdowns or um, what the Vegas new normal was like was like and how they were communicating and really actually doing their best with things that what were they, in, in the things that are in play yeah yeah um, so yeah I think the other thing that was really interesting is the last time we were in Vegas it was 2018 we were just getting married that year so we got married in August and we went for a combined bachelor and bachelorette party um, in April and had about the same amount of people in our group as the group that we were just with and some of the same people were there too which was really awesome um, but very different experience because of things being available and things not being available and the ease of just being able to do Vegas the way I think probably people expect to be able to do it. And, um, and it with was that just being really said, different. Yeah, like the the concierge service or, you know, just like all the normal routine things that make Vegas beautiful and like make Vegas like crazy over the top weren't part of the hospitality this time. Um, we checked in our own room. Yeah. You know? You, you really um, hardly worked with the people that worked there. Unless um, they were enforcing masks. Um, um, another rule or another yeah. thing that they had to do, um, which, to be honest with you, most people probably didn't even enjoy asking or having to do that. Like most. Like nobody likes to their job to be constant mask duty right. but there are people that are for sure hired for strict mask watch yeah if you will. but i also don't think like we didn't really see the people that were there for masks and patrolling of masks were a different company like they were all like it was security it was a security team. So it wasn't like the staff at the resorts mm, yeah, were fair. really doing it. Not fair. very not very often. Um, but there was definitely a lot less staff. Um, I think probably in most of the casinos, 
uh, less than three bartender or servers, like server bartenders, yeah. which was really interesting. Um, there was definitely was, help help wanted signs everywhere. Yeah, it was it was just a really different experience. So let's start first of all with um, for us. Of course, we're traveling full time. We live in our van. We have been in the desert for the last, really the last two months and in the last two weeks prior to that, we've been literally driving around the entire country, like <laughs> not aimlessly, but oh, we had it an felt a little aim. We had aim. an aim, just our travel days were long. Yeah. You know, they were, we were covering sections of the country that it would take some people like three or four months yeah to trap like to really bounce through and go enjoy all the stuff you know we we did made it. a big star we did of it the in country. four days yeah in, in a few days yeah but uh, we were also by choice yeah by we were way. battling weather for sure um and but anyways just our life has been different right we're living very opposite and different lives than what we used to live and so I think our experience with being in Vegas, being sober, which was crazy already, but the contrast was so different because of the last time that we were there. Because we were bartending, we were working in Nashville, pretty much the entire group of people that was with us in Nashville was, or from Nashville was service industry. And we, we just had a very different trip right like it, it was just different we went to the clubs we there was just a lot of um a lot more exploring of vegas we did a lot of exploring but also were let not just us our group was kind of let down by getting in trouble you know we'd be we'd be at tables with 10 people and you could only have, have six, six people yeah. and and so i think it was just like a lot of like where are we supposed to be? What's okay? What's not okay? And the rules were very confusing. Um, one of the major rules that really affected us was being able to smoke. So we enjoyed that you could smoke in the casinos because of that. We didn't typically, um, but it was really interesting. C cigarettes. Well, is what you were talking about, right? Being able the smoking in the cigarette. Well, just smoking in general, having smoke around that. Okay, made, that was the the trickier part, just having the smoke around all over the place, right? Because it was just you were allowed to do it. It was right, allowed. Right. You were allowed to do it in the casinos. You were, people were doing it in our hallways. People were definitely doing it. Yeah, yeah. around. It, that was one thing that like didn't go away in Vegas, right? That was one that's for the most part is accept, it's accepted, it's known that people walk around and smoke cigarettes in everything, unless a hotel room says no smoking or a courtyard says no smoking, people were smoking everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it was just a unknown thing, but when you're mixing it with also tight quarters now with a whole list of different things, that rule gets a little confusing. Well, what I was gonna say was especially confusing was smoking with masks. Like you yeah. you would have your mask here, and that was that's what they said, and all the posters said, this is how you use the mask. If you're eating and if you're drinking, this is how you do it. But then like, we were watching people like with their cigarette smoked hands and fingers that we were 
touching machines. Like everything was just grabbing, all up grabbing in, doors, and then it's this all the it's time. All up in the face. All, all, all the time. Rubbing your nose, changing your mask, and in, in the contact from hand to face to just everything else, kind of seemed a little maybe this isn't the cleanest. Well, um, and I think that was why it was just like confusing it was like we know this isn't clean and our mask is not clean like our mask is disgusting and actually by the end of the four days I was it smelled like smoke it had been all over I know where it had been mm -hmm. because it was on my wrist a lot of the time when we weren't using like it was just it was crazy and the smoking thing got me because we went to the pool and we were outside and we couldn't smoke there. Yeah. Couldn't smoke outside, um, but also couldn't dance. They, they didn't want us up and dancing. So like, again, the smoking thing is where it, it started. That was like the, huh. But then all these other things we started to kind of notice, like, wait, why I'm not able to do that now well, we kind of knew you weren't going to be able to dance, and I don't think, like, that is what's as shocking. But what was shocking was that at the pool, for example, you had to buy a cabana. You had to have a cabana in order to be able to have a spot. In, in, in any other time, that's VIP. That, right. that is a service that... Is extra. It's in extra, addition and you to, spend... You, yeah. you, that is spent and it's factored into the booze, it's factored into the service, it's factored into everything. Yeah. And when everything is no longer included, but you are forced to pay for to that, pay for that when already that pool should be factored into my hotel price and every other price that that's kind of the idea where it should be, or that's the understanding, but I think the last time that we were in Vegas, those experiences, that, that VIP experience, it, that's exactly what it was, is it was over the top, amazing, right? Like you feel, on, we were there for our bachelor, bachelorette party, we felt like royalty, right? Like they're bringing out signs and congratulations and all this, all this stuff. And that came with the price tag. Right. And we uh, paid for it accordingly, but what happened this time was that you had to pay for it. You couldn't have any of that experience. And they, they were playing Lion King, like at the pool on a Sunday fun day. Like if you've been around here for a minute, you know, Sunday fun days are a thing. Like that is, it was just really unacceptable. And I feel like the reason we wanted to talk about this or the reason I want to talk about this is we have experienced this in our travels in a lot of different places and in a lot of different ways. And it's really important to us because we've been in the service industry, because we are people, people like having an experience. It's, it's only about the experience. It is only like, which is exactly why, like for me, not drinking has been easy because I have made a commitment to make the experience of, alcohol or drinking still fun with options that aren't with alcohol so it's I'm giving myself and creating that experience for myself same idea here is that if you're paying 
for an experience, then it should be expected that you are getting that experience or getting some experience. And I think what we're seeing and what we have recognized and really seen in this post-COVID shift is that there are places opening that are opening at less capacity. And we understand that. Like, we're not asking people to be fucking full tilt here. But what I am asking is that if I show up and I want to get a coffee or I want to get a beignet from the place in... That sells beignets famously. Famously, by the way. I don't want famously. it out of a paper sack uh -huh. just thrown at me. Like, and I don't want it slid just here and you know like, like what are what are we it what are we doing <laughs> i think it's just like again the experience our money is important and the way that we spend our money is important and if if we continue to let these experiences fall through the cracks what are we gonna have and what are we paying for and why are we paying for it like we're paying for that experience and and experience is valuable it should be valuable and i think going to a city like vegas that is full of experience this time around with the experiences gone and restrictions around it i think it just made you feel like what am i paying for like what what am i getting what am i getting from this and again that's because things were closed we don't drink so like we definitely understand that that's but, us and that's not a that we can't speak for everybody but we also have been in this industry long enough to know what is okay what is not okay and it it's just getting messy and so we want to talk about it and I know I'm I, like I'm hearing us like I'm looking at us in, in in the camera and also seeing like oh what are we bitching about like we just spent time in Vegas we're like grateful like oh, overly yeah. grateful to be able to have these experiences to even try to communicate or try to connect on um, I think a big point is to like just like a, fr a friendly tap on the the neighbor's door like hey why don't let's just pay attention to this guys yeah like it, i don't think it's anything to like freak out about but let's pay attention and well, I, know, I think it's just like are, we can do something about it you know what i mean like we can yeah we can change this fast yeah and and that's one of those things like oh what are we gonna do about it it really just takes like doing some small things a little bit smoother right just smoother um and i know it's i know it's hard and I, I know those things are hard and, and like the pushback is difficult but you know we realize how hard everyone works <laughs> like people work really really hard and then customers aren't feeling provided for through the experience that they're purchasing with their hard-earned money, which in my eyes is just energy exchanged. How, how long, how many hours do you have to work for X amount of price? And what are you willing to do for that? And like, it, it's this exchange of energy. 
But and, I, but like we had someone in our group that didn't have hot water the entire time. They, they had they, to remove the lid of their toilet on the Vegas Strip to flush their toilet. At a casino but, that she spent a lot of money to be at. And, and the, we just, uh, you know, we don't want to cause a... We don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to complain, you know, like people are having hard days and I know some of it's like the Midwest nice thing, um, but it's, it's, what are we doing? You yeah. know, like we all, we all work and exchange so much energy to have things, right? That's what there are, our space here in the United States truly operates around is the exchange of things in energy and having things yeah. having things is a sign I don't know. but when you're working really hard and you spend your hard-earned energy like that's tied man I, the amount of holidays I've missed because of work and I get it I chose to do that but now when those things don't provide the same way and when it don't, they don't feel the same, you know, we weren't the only people that had questions. You know, we were surrounded by a pool full of people that were like, yo, we can't even like dance. We're outside. Yeah. And we spent a lot, a lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah. And that, that idea of a lot of money might not be a lot to somebody else either. But to somebody, that might be the vacation. Yeah. The vacation they ever get. And we had to watch people walk away so upset. And also not saying anything because it was like the, well, you know, they did their best. Did they? I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's hard. Because... I think we can at least try, right? That That's like, we can try our best. We can try to do better and we can try to like make these experiences for people better. But that person that like yelled at us about going in the wrong line to go check in because we went the wrong way because we didn't see the sign because of all the other fucking Vegas things going on. You know, there's lights and there's shows and there's people everywhere. So it's like, you're going to make a mistake sometimes. And that person that had to yell at us to re-correct our path. We've I'm, been that person too, though. You know, mm -hmm. like we've definitely been and, and been on that side. And like, I know she doesn't go home and yell at her kids to like stay in line that way. You know, like sometimes we forget that that's somebody that's having to deal with a bunch of us's. And, you know, us litter. And like we bring that to people's jobs and it's hard. It's hard to still create an experience with all these things and everyone's constantly being like, what the, why, yeah. why? I, we don't, the answer is we don't know why it's just what we're being told to do. Yeah. And, but it's also like the, again, the contrast is that we are, we haven't lived in this world for a while like we have literally been in the desert where dancing is like a form of showing your creativity you know like actually like moving your body with intention and like that's how we've been experiencing dancing 
So then to be in a place where you're with friends and you just want to be able to dance and have that moment, like that's not able to happen. And I think it's just like what you're, it, it just is, it gets confusing because for me, being able to express creativity through movement is what's making me feel healthier. So like the messaging is, is confusing and yeah. it's just like we we want to have these experiences and, and we have these places to be able to do that and they make a lot of money. This industry, the service industry, the tourist industry, the travel industry, it's, there's a lot of money here. There's a lot of money and we are all advocates for this. We should be advocates because this is something that we we use right we want to have these experiences but then those experiences should also be of value and not you have to buy this day bed in order to experience our pool that you paid for in the hotel cost right it's like it's, it's and if we want the day bed and we want to spend money for it let us spend money for it for like sure. that's that's for still sure. the point like uh the price tags are irrelevant yeah. It's what comes behind the price tag, right? Yeah, and yeah. the big reason for this video um, and like what really boiled it up is we did some grocery shopping this afternoon before leaving the city and coming out um, to the lake where we're staying. And it was a it, it was an everyday grocery store. It was the ones that we've we've all been into the same 25 lines that we all make comments about why have the lines if you're only having three open on top of employees running around servicing the self-service lines we bought 180 dollars worth of fucking groceries today I, at the self-checkout at the self-checkout that we had to do everything for like and also had attendants having to come back multiple times and and again um, it's not that like that's okay if we want it to be okay but the problem is i'm spending more money to do that i bought cheese today that was four dollars yeah, yeah. for shredded cheese that's insane and checked it out and begged like again what we can just leave all the crates and the stuff in the warehouse and let let the workers now go out back and, and pick it and just let us give it to us cheaper because we're already doing all the work right and i know there's people will say and make comments about all of this but explain why prices are going up and I'm doing more work everywhere in a service industry. I'm doing more work everywhere. And again, and I'm not getting paid. If we more. want to do it this way, then let's do it this way. Right. Like let's let's actually, just understand what are we what's going on? Yeah, it's like we can we can find solutions that don't make it as convenient and that's also okay. I get that. But also, I'm paying for a service. I'm paying for someone. Typically, I used to pay for someone to do my to bag my groceries. And again, I don't mind using the self checkout. We do it. We all do it. It's when you're paying for an experience, and that experience is not being met that I am really struggling with. And I think it's one of the biggest things that has happened over the last year 
that has made our standards much lower and that is where I am concerned is that if these standards stay low then like we're we're doubting what what yeah. we're worthy of receiving and, you and know? if you don't think going to a grocery store is a built experience by that company um, you need to go in more grocery stores and you need to look around and you need to see how everything is laid out and ask why why is bread and milk separated the farthest why why did they put the holiday cookies right at the beginning mm -hmm. you know and, like and there are there, there's people know what things the fuck they're doing. that they're programming and experience why do you think those lines are so long that you have to wait is it because they don't have enough employees or enough work or we don't have enough help what is it where is it because prices are going up so we can pay more people where are the more people because the more people are checking out their own groceries and that's us and that's frustrating to see when I feel like I'm paying for an experience every time I go get groceries because I don't know what else it is. It's, it's food, it's sustenance, I, I get that. And the idea of what do I expect when I go into a grocery store, I don't know. Clean, decent food, something that's not potentially poison, um, not lies on all the labels, that would be nice. Um, so like asking for things, like I'm just asking not to be poisoned. You know, like I'm asking not to walk past all these things before I get here because I know why they're in front. Because some people might not know that and it works. The marketing in certain big box stores works. That's why they do it. Well, in Vegas is just a yep. over. Yeah, the, the lining on the carpet, the way the carpet moves you through places, yeah. the way it moves you off the street and into different areas. Like the, everything is perfectly designed to consume. And we are the ones it's consuming. And that's fine when we choose it. Yeah. But if you don't know that's what you're choosing, that's where the issue lies. Right. And again, like I know like this sounds like a lot of bitching about it, but like just so we know. I think it's the, important that the grocery know. thing just like was the tip off is like we just spent this entire weekend where we noticed that this was happening we noticed it in a obviously when you're paying a casino you're expect in the resort like we were just expecting we spent a lot of money right but then when it's happening in your everyday life in the grocery store like that the, the, it's it starts to become a bigger problem and again it's not that I, i'm not even saying I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't know what the problem is. It's just the fact that our money is of value. Our money speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. When we spend it, how we choose to spend it, it, it's important. And if we don't want food with chemicals in it, then we don't buy food with chemicals in it. And if we don't want an experience at a resort that's what it was, then we don't go to that resort again which is fine and I, I, I get that and we can choose a different choice that is better in alignment with us but also there is a piece here that is we get to hold these companies accountable ourselves and ourselves accountable and when I pay for an experience and I don't get that experience there's one way to handle it and that is and what has been the Karen approach right 
and that's trendy and funny and hip and whatever but Karens are dickheads and we all know it but also they have strong boundaries and we need to have boundaries yeah. because instead of making fun of them why don't we ask like oh you're right you probably shouldn't have been treated that way come on like realistically I, anybody that's worked in a company with an HR department how do you get treated by your own HR department just think about that <laughs> like come on you know are, are we not people anymore you know, it's just it's glaring and all I'm hearing in my head is like oh what what do you expect Corey like what do you expect you're going you know like you're going to a casino you're going to Vegas what do you expect you're going to Vegas what I expect come on now what do you expect because I'm talking about it like this because I know what I expect. Because I knew what people were willing to do and to work for when we were working in Nashville. I've seen and I've, I've talked to guys in the kitchens at these casinos because I'm not afraid to walk and talk and ask questions. Like, what do, what do you expect if that's what your response is? Like, what do you expect, Corey? Well, I expect to be treated like a human. Like, I exchanged the same amount of energy for that $1 that someone else did. It might be different because of circumstances, but it should never be treated any different, right? But it is. Because for short of half a grand, we were able to have a pool party. Can't dance, though. Listen to The Lion King. Listen to The Lion King. Um, also, like, it, it just stacks up from there. So if the barrier to entry is that. Who can afford to do that? Like that's, again, like. Yeah, it's. It, there, there is that piece of like. Less about the afford, but what can we afford? How, how much more of the experience can we afford to get rid of before people just go, yo, I'm kind of done. And that's our choice. That's our choice to do so. But when a city gets immunity for not crafting the experience that you pay for. Did you lie marketing? Like where, where is that? What happened? And now again, if it's, well, it's COVID, you know, COVID or whatever, or the, the pandemic or the lockdowns. Okay. Okay. Um, had a lot of these conversations too. You can use that one. Sure. You're right. So am I. But also the water fountains aren't on. Mm -hmm. And there's trash everywhere. Gotta buy and water. C couldn't even drink water there. Yeah. Couldn't find a water fountain. Because they don't have them to begin with. Why not? Why don't they have water easily available? Anywhere. And if your answer is the desert. No. It's because they want you to consume other things that aren't water and you know at a certain point the it just kind of hurts to look at it and it hurts to look at it and feel okay with passing the buck and it feels okay it, it just it hurts to just like feel okay with letting it go sometimes um, 
and call it a rant, call it a bitch, call it whatever. I don't know, but this seems like one that we're going to have for a while. Because as open as some people think their spot is, some spots aren't. And as tight as you think your city is, other places aren't. And those places don't talk to each other. And unless they're friends on social media or they have friends in other states or whatever, like, they're not talking. So they're not seeing, and you know? Yeah. How do we do this? Like, how do we actually do it? How do we focus on giving people a slice of fulfillment through an experience that they actually deserve to have? Like, people deserve this. You know, they deserved it when they spent all the money to fly to Vegas, right? Or they name the location. Right. Name it. Name it. Well, and it's not like there's one business that's doing it mm -hmm. wrong and it's affecting all of them. It's, it's every business. It's all connected, right? If you're having a shitty experience on a flight, it is that airline's responsibility to either figure that out with you so you have to have that conversation with them and then if you have an issue with the resort like you have to have a conversation with them and if you don't they don't learn and that's also a problem is like if we're too nice and we're oh it's covid right like we don't want to we don't want to cause any other problems which we get because we're all grateful we all just want to be here and want to be able to like be back to normal what if keeping your mouth shut was the biggest problem you could create like honestly you know, like, like it's uncomfortable to have to be like no thank you sir no thank you i'll just i'd rather actually leave right i'd rather leave than think it's okay for you to do that right because it's not because i sh you shouldn't have even gotten the room to begin with but if you don't say something like that also then affects someone else. Mm -hmm. The next person that comes with hot water or doesn't have hot water or doesn't have towels or doesn't have what they need. Actually basic room amenities that you pay for, right? Just just hand soap. There wasn't hand soap. Yeah. I, I've, I have gone to squat toilets in the middle of nowhere, hundreds of miles from any place that was considered a decent functioning toilet. And they were cleaner and actually operated much better than the bathroom that our friends had stayed with in a Vegas hotel on the strip for five days. It's asinine. It's just, I, it's asinine. And again, it sounds like a bitch and, a, and it sounds like we're complaining. Cause it, it, we are, we are complaining. And I am not embarrassed about it. Someone has to fucking complain. And like some people should be embarrassed yeah. that we're complaining about you. Like feel a little bit of shame. You know, if you're hearing something being like, oh man, this reminds me of this interaction I had with this person one time that, you know, in thinking, I don't know. Sometimes you have to like let these things be about you. And, and your interaction with somebody when you were a dickhead. I have them all the time. All the time. And 
but I like apologize to myself and then I try if it's still going on I try to apologize outwardly and it's this whole thing but we have to or at least make it known like make it known that these are issues uh, I think it it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on and I think that's what's also important here is like it gets to be these conversations can live in the middle what do we do about this because you have people on both sides that have very extreme points of view and there's a lot of middle ground and if we have experiences like this in in towns or in uh, when we're on vacation or in conversations with random people like if there's value there when there's value there we have to share it we have to be willing to have those conversations with people even if it's like this or if it's just having the conversation with someone when you get home right like our our words have influence and i think we forget that sometimes like we're gonna go tell someone about this experience at the resort i'm not gonna do it on our podcast because i think that's doesn't need to happen but i'm going to tell someone and if someone tells me that they're going to stay there i'm going to make sure that they know that this was the experience that we had. And we have to remember that that is important. And businesses pay a lot of money for our money to go to them and for us to have that experience. And if we're having shitty experiences and telling that, people also want to know that. And they want to know which businesses that they can support. And so it comes from us sharing these experiences more openly and honestly yeah. in our everyday life. You know, and it, for us, this was just one of those, like, what are we doing? You know, like for me, really, when you couldn't smoke outside at the pool, but I could smoke inside at the casino, like that was yeah. confusing. What the fuck? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. We have to ask those questions. But it makes sense because they have a ventilation system that cleans the smoke air. Then what about the outside area where I couldn't smoke? Because that's really the bigger <laughs> issue for me. See what I'm but saying? Anyways, yeah. Even even I tried to say it and was like, doesn't make sense. It's like just, I get having a smoke. Clayton, okay, yeah. There's just a lot of gray. Okay. There's a lot of gray area, and these experiences are uncovering. They're uncovering what we can do about them how we can find solutions, where we can find solutions. And right now, I don't I don't have one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to contact this resort and I'm going to tell them what happened. We didn't have Wi-Fi the entire time. There's they they charge you $15 if a you day. have no, if you have a third device. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, a day per 15, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then gotcha. we didn't have internet the whole time. So it's like they're they already know how they're going to charge you, but then they're not holding themselves accountable to make sure that that is available. And they have kiosks, though, to check in. So we can remove the human piece so we never have to interact with a human again because scary humans. Right? So now we have a computer there. Thank you, McDonald's. You, you showed us that we can order our own food years ago. And then every other company that threw self-checkout in, thank you. For real, thank you. You removed human error to the point where now when there's a computer error, the human can't fix, fix it. it. Yeah. And that's an issue. 
I had a and that's a real issue when for a, a few months now there's been this this building um, tension between us and the other however you see that or feel that or however your tribe or team or whatever idea sport you're a part of whatever that means to you just know it's been us and other for a little too long and that's dangerous and it's dangerous when you now remove humans from really basic interactions when people don't interact enough they don't understand how to communicate that's why the brendas out there blow up sometimes and we catch them on film it's because they're easy to catch on film you know like it's somebody that has no idea how to handle an emotion being pushed to their limit well, and it's frustrating, you know, it's, it's frustrating today when I'm checking out $180 worth of groceries, I've never worked at a grocery store. So I'm sitting here like I can't find anything. I'm having to check in every, please, four avocados, three tomatoes, area. like everything. Remove card. Start over, please. And it's just like, you're frustrated. Like what the hell? When we were at this resort, when I was checking in, there was a guy in front of me who had been offered a discount code of some sort and the computer couldn't give him the discount and the person couldn't also help help because the computer couldn't do it so what if the person's saying well i don't know go to the computer and, and the then computer, the computer's like well i don't know and that person's not able to help willing to help like that person's frustrated, right? Like, what do you mean you can't help me? You work here. Don't you work at the front desk? Like, isn't this your job? Well, you can't help me. Then who can help me? <coughs> and that's, again, that's where it's, it's frustrating. And if you haven't done any emotional, like, handling, like, if you haven't had to learn how to handle your own emotions, that, of course, is going to trigger you in, <coughs> in a lot of different different experiences that can show up in Vegas it can show up at the grocery store it can show up at and, the zoo and Ooh. rightfully so by the way and anytime you see someone having an interaction where you just go whoa they're having a bad day yeah they are they are do you know what that feels like fucking relate yeah like instantly see it and relate yeah. If you can't think of a time when you weren't really on your best, don't even. it doesn't even have to be like a blow-up. Oh, I've never done that. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to do that. But have you? do you have like, an experience that's similar? Because that person is going through it then. That's when they're going through theirs. And now we just pile on. We film it and we pile on. That person doesn't need the world to tell them that they acted shitty. Right. They they probably know it. And some people don't. That's a different conversation. But they'll get there. You know, like piling on, like it's just like this schoolyard bully stuff that that happens. And it happens to adults. And it happens in workplaces. By the way, adults, if you're listening, stop. The, the amount of workplace drama I had to listen to just from servers delivering coffee in the casino. Because we were drinking coffee. And hearing them complain about the litany of complaints just showed that, like, 
They complain too. We complain too. They complain. They have bad days. They have good days. Like we're all, we all have those days. It, we like, also connect through that, you know, like mm -hmm. if we're willing to have those conversations, like we can connect and we can learn from each other. And again, it's like one of the biggest things we've learned about ourselves, or at least I have is then being in the van has been learning adaptability and being able to own adaptability and just recognize that change is always and so for us going into Vegas we already knew it was gonna be a big adjustment for us right like it's not like we were expecting to go in and and feel like we were totally normal we knew it wasn't going to be that way most likely we actually went into it kind of like apprehensive like all right how are we gonna do with this alcohol thing because um, that's still a very real like it's a real conversation yeah. you know it's not like just up shown up and decided one day and that that was it like we still a discussion every day um or when i have one beer and then have a coffee after that or have tea or, or choose my my list of other drinks you know it, anything without alcohol <laughs> you know it's still a conversation um so like going into it that it was already like oh what are we gonna how are we gonna do with this well and because all the people we are with are also from our hometown who we had just spent most of the summer drinking our asses off with <laughs> you know like yeah. so of course it was going to be foreign to them and we felt foreign to that experience because it's been our lives have shifted so much and so drastically but the learning how to do it though was really fun yeah like that was really exciting the the, the non-alcoholic adventure was actually really cool in vegas um expensive but cool but knowing we were going into the vegas experience the vegas vacation um already striding in in a different way um really made a lot of these things stand out and made them really glaring and we learned that like a lot of it is just about the communication between everyday human beings yeah and by everyday human beings it's like remembering that everyone's human right and like that person that's that is their job there well, and at uh, the resort, they don't want you to have a shitty experience. Like, mm -hmm. they don't want... They, they truly don't. And I mean, the if servers they... to the trash guys, they they are doing their best. Even the people cleaning, like, spotless yeah. machines. And, and so, again... In a lot of the casinos we were in, like, not beautiful. a fingerprint. They were There were people everywhere cleaning. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. But... Where were the people talking to people? Yeah. Helping people that... There was no guest services. There was no, like, help me make this experience better for you. There was a lot of cleaning, which we appreciated and and we all want and need. But it's counterintuitive, though. When you're constantly having to touch your face. Yeah, because that's gross. That and if gross. you haven't, and if you haven't been exposed to that idea of how many times you touch your face, I'm sorry you're hearing it from me, <laughs> <laughs> for real. But like, 
humans are gross. So like the, the cleaning services were wonderful, but like the, the talking to people, like I was seeing people that clearly had social anxieties walking into hotels because they didn't know, they saw the six foot stickers everywhere and they were the person that didn't want to break the rules. So they'll be on that six foot, but then people are cutting in front of them and then they don't know where to be. And then they're just like bouncing around in public, not knowing where to go and feeling uncomfortable. And then that person goes home and, you know, explains about a situation that could have just been handled with another human interaction of like, Hey man, like, it's okay. Like, just do your best here. Like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, with all that being said, we as people, and this is going to sound super cliche, but like we as people have to do so much better. Yeah. Um, because it's truly us. Like when we say like, oh, the, the casinos, like those are just people. Yeah. Those are truly just a, a breakdown of people. And if we want something to get better, if we want it to be treated away, we need to not make it a wristband checklist item of being kind and trying our best and whatever like it needs to be something we truly try to practice and genuine kindness you know like and even if you're seeing trash like like we were seeing trash in the fountains which was really frustrating but then we would see someone cleaning up and then we were like very grateful for them you know thank mm -hmm. you so much for cleaning and, thank you and you're telling working them, hard thank you for cleaning that up right, right, right. because that's what we can justify our money going to we can justify it going to pick up the trash and that's a shame that's a shame because that means that like all the things that i complained about or we complained about that we spent money to experience that money that is still really expensive is going to more people picking up my trash and i will say my trash because i'm a human i didn't litter that stuff um but i make trash too um but like all that stuff was left there by other humans. Those are somebody's kids too. That person goes to a job too. More than likely in a job that has rules. And that's where it gets tricky. We want to follow a whole bunch of rules. And we, we, we don't want to be the ones that don't follow the rules and we don't want to stand out. But we also don't always want to do our part on like the basic thing the picking up trash um it's just we have we have to do better at, at some at some space yeah you know we we can't sit back and hope or think someone is gonna do it or i don't like using this term here but like government is gonna do it or a company will come in and do it maybe they will but that company gets started by humans it started by you it started by us it employs me and it employs you like that's where things change and that's super cute and a pretty idea i understand how that can get tossed around and just picked apart but 
but it's also your attitude about it. So like again, what do we it have goes to lose? it goes back to the trash situation. Is you you have you always have a choice, right? So we can throw the trash, or we can throw the trash away, or and there's a second option. If we want to, we want the trash to be cleaned up. You really love on the people that are cleaning it up then, yeah. and clean it up clean it up it's not our job to clean it up and I get that and that's also a problem but it if we're willing to be leaders and we're willing to be the people that step up and step into it like you can tell people uh, I don't want to pick up your trash but I will and when you say that like you give them an opportunity to also learn about that so again the casinos were not yeah. this it wasn't that not mad it, at them. Yeah, they were you doing... Know. It was okay. I think more of the issue here is, like, pay attention to what's confusing you and, like, with the masks and with the COVID restrictions. Like, there are some things that are a little backwards, and I think we all need to just start looking at it so we can figure out with how no we're... With no emotion. With no emotion, we're not, just... We're not trying to kick kick a hornet's no. nest that's, like, settled no. with that statement. It's more it's of a being just, the conscious observer of yeah. what's happening and what what rules are impacting you, are they impacting you, and why. And um, and then on the other hand, it's like if you're having an experience that's perceived good or perceived bad, like allow that experience to be known. And I and I don't mean that in the Karen way and like a total dickhead. No, it's if you're having a shitty experience go have that conversation. I find it incredibly unacceptable that I don't have working water. That is a fair statement, right? And someone, anybody that's working at a hotel should know and be willing to understand that perspective. I think what happens is if, if we're in moments, we're having a Karen moment, which is a trigger. That's a reaction. You are reacting because you're pissed, you're angry, you're sad, you're hurt. But if you can take a step back, recognize that experience is happening and get to a level head in a, in, in a place that's like, look, I am upset about this and this is why someone that's in that industry is going to be able to take that and understand that and want to mm -hmm. give you that experience that you deserve if you meet them in a in a place that is also feeling yeah. good right like we can't attack them we can't just like fuck you and fuck your rules and fuck this it's like uh, no or this like is... give me this give yeah. me this you have to do this for yeah. me yeah yo that's not the place it needs to come from either no. nobody needs to do n nothing for you that like and that's that's a weird one like nobody, you hold nobody both, needs to do a you thing. Have to hold both of those though. Correct. It, at it, the same time, because yeah. again, if you're paying for that experience, someone in a resort should be helping you figure out that situation. Correct. But again, if, if you you're coming in, you at come it, in with a lion though. Like if you're yelling right away at somebody, that person can automatically go, "No, thank you, sir. You said one of these three words on this checklist. I no longer need to deal with you." You can deal with whoever else, and they're not going to be any nicer than me. And again, we've and, been in those situations too. And yep. those words are, yep. they once Yo. once you've been kicked out, you've done been kicked out. Yep. Like and, you're yep. not coming back. And that just goes 
right back to um, understanding like who you're communicating with, right? You don't need to know their story. You don't need to know anything about them, but you do know they're in front of you and you know they're in your world, right? And the moment you know that, you should know they're a human. And that human is bringing with them all of their stuff. And you're bringing with you all your stuff. And if you come in asking for things instead of like, hey, well, I don't know. I don't know how to direct. I just think there's, you direct have, through that one, you have but to like, have just, some understanding too. You know, yeah. the, the people, and again, this is coming from service industry experience, is like people that are in the service industry, like, want to be treated like people. And I think that is one of the biggest problems. And oh, what we I, damn near do that for no money. And what I felt in Nashville <laughs> was people stopped mm -hmm. treating me like a human. And I, I would ask them, they'd come up to the bar and be like, hey, how are you? How's your day going? And they'd be like, Bud Light. I'm like, oh, I don't know if you didn't hear me, but I asked how you were. You know, like, and I get that. Not everybody wants to have that conversation. And I can take that. Like, I... I can be on that side of it but also like i'm a human i'm not just here to fucking serve you bud light like speak to me hello hello if you want that experience like a computer experience go to the quick stop grab it out of the cooler swipe your card go back to your car or keep on walking but again that's where this is where it's getting messy and mm -hmm. and what happened with us in vegas was that everything's automated Everything's automated. And then we want these experiences with people, but then no one knows how to do their job and no one or no one is doing their job or they have to go through the computer and people's hands are tied. And at the end of the day, we all just want to be people. We mm -hmm. want to be rem remembered and reminded that we're people. We want to be seen and heard and loved and understood and supported. And and that, that idea of like being supported and heard and understood and like all those things, you can do that to some, you can offer that up pretty freely if, if you're having an interaction like with the concierge, you're needing, you're needing a room fixed or you're needing a room change, you're needing something in just on the hotel vibe. If you're instantly yelling at that person, like... You're just not going to get the help that you want. You yeah, and, and that person's not going to feel what they need, and they're definitely not going to make sure you feel what you need. You know, and sometimes, and I feel like, oh, we've told, you know, we told them, you know, I gave them an earful, and, and all right, great. I'm sure that person didn't deserve it because it's easier to just know they probably didn't deserve it because people sometimes just make really bad decisions especially when they're emotional and people are emotional more times than not. So it's, it's easy to be like, look, if you need something handled, calm yourself down first. Think about what you truly need. Yeah. What do you need? Mm -hmm. Not do it. What do I want in this mm -hmm. moment? What do I need? And how can I verbalize that? Basic stuff, you know? like really, really basic. Cause sometimes like, man, when I got to go, when I have to like order pizza, <laughs> I don't like ordering pizza. I I don't know what it is, but like if Shauna throws me the phone, hey, it's called, I'd be like, Ugh! 
and my hands instantly sweat and I, I just like fumble the ball. It's not just pizza. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But like, I know it's not. So I'm not, in, I'm not impervious to that shit. Like, I'm not embarrassed by the things that she does for me. <laughs> so with like the ordering pizza, I get like clammy. That's a really, really basic, easy non-interaction, really. Um, because you can order pizza on the computer. You can like text your order and it just like shows up to your door. You never need to see the person. But I still be like, I don't want to do it. When you need to actually solve a problem, that is not an option. Got to be on that side more. Because sometimes these things that we're like pushing off, it's not an option we are allowing it to be an option well and i think we're uncomfortable you know like we're, yeah yeah we're, it's scary to be possibly wrong or make a mistake yeah. or feel less than yeah. oh my god when that's self-imposed could you imagine if you verbally accosted somebody or like like made someone purposely feel less than yeah tough guy you know like cool what what what, what are we doing right and, and they're all things that hopefully we're all saying like, yep, 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 yep. I know, I know, I know. Well, good, we know. We're just bringing them to light. I'm so glad we, we can know. All, we can all know <laughs> the same things, and then we can. At least we can talk about it. Yeah. For you sure. know, and I want perspective. Shauna wants perspective. Mm -hmm. we, like it drives us. Like it really just keeps this thing going. Um, so we want it yeah. and we're willing to be wrong about all of it that's what makes this fun that's what made vegas fun knowing that we were probably going to come and talk about it and share um and not knowing where we were going to kind of take or what we were going to feel or what was happening like and to be able to share it like this like we want all the perspectives so for if, if there's something that you guys want to lean in on find it let's go because why not yeah you know i think it's just again our travels have our travels have just really showed us this look on experiences and what you're paying for you know we, we don't have a lot of money we haven't been working for the last year and well we've been working but not earning we've not been earning over the last year and we're willing to also share that because when we do spend our money we are expecting that experience we are expecting to get what we pay for you know and I think what we've seen is that, for example, we were in, we went to the McDonald's at the Grand Canyon <laughs> and we paid $12 for a breakfast sandwich, $12. We paid $3 for a coffee, like a coffee that has always been on the dollar menu at McDonald's. And I think that those are just, they turned their Wi-Fi off too, and they had no indoor, like no indoor service. Um, 
but they would let you line up in the store but instead of using the store to like make the line decent they just like opened up the door and it was cold it was in snowing. the grand canyon so everyone just like piled up in the small little alley so we were closer yeah. to people than we probably would ever have would have been if the store was open and then to be hit with a price that was so sounds like we're just bitching about money spent but like we are because that money spent didn't come with anything right what did it come with yeah. and a serious um economist for real like if you're if your job is to break this stuff down or if you're a numbers person or if you if if you're a, just a nerd and you do it for fun and i say nerd because i love us <laughs> i'm a nerd too but if that's your game and there's something I can learn here. I would love to hear why that that is so much. I'd like an honest take on it, not just like why McDonald's as a corporation did it. Because I've we've gotten enough of the surface level explanation on why we need to do stuff. It's also just like not right. Like come it's, on. Right, and that's it. It's just not it's not right. People are working really fucking hard for their money, for their time, for their vacations, for these experiences. And when you're not getting them, you you took away the experience. You're adding more money to what what the cost was before. And people aren't going or they're going on these vacations and they're getting half of the things that they were able to before. And then no one's no one's talking about it no one's talking about why there's this increase in price and no one's talking or we're also just accepting that it's okay and i don't know about you guys but i work really hard we work really hard we have worked really hard for our money and which has provided the ability to do what we're doing what we're doing right it is the level in the intensity of which we worked for as long as we did. And I I will put that up with anybody else. Because I we do get that. We we get asked a lot of times like uh, as far as the funding goes. Oh like, yeah. about the the work on it and it's like you know, we worked our we work our ass off and worked our ass off. And we had like no time together and that me that meant like that money needed to go to maximize our fun when we had time together and we did it in different ways and now that we're able to maximize our time together differently we're able to spend less but that doesn't make the ex the want of the experience any less um in fact, if anything, it's made it more. more. Oh, you know, like it's, we... it's highlighted every single time. It, it's highlighted all the times where it's felt like minuscule moments got wasted. And I hate using like the wasted, but like. What are you trying to say? Trying to say like knowing, knowing like, oh man, I'm not going to get that like six and a half minutes back. You know, especially when it comes to like experience stuff, because like you're still, pr I don't know. And like, maybe that's just because we just came off gambling. And... <laughs> so very confused what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. You get to, <laughs> that's the inside of my brain trying to like, I had this thought. We do then... a lot of corralling. 
anyways, um, Vegas was great. Like Corey said earlier, like it's not to say that we're not grateful and we are and we don't want to sit here and sound and feel like we're bitching and I don't feel like we are. No. I think that this Vegas is, is incredible. I think that what we're talking about and what we're seeing on the road is really important stuff and I think it's I believe in the line uh, for such a time as this. It's in the Bible, Esther 414, I think. And for such a time as this, like there are we these stories, these experiences, these moments, wherever they're happening for you are important. Pay attention to them. Listen to them. Like what's coming up for you and ask yourself the questions. And if if the questions are something about the mask or if the questions are about lockdowns or if they're about all these other major big problems like that's okay like mm -hmm. we've gone through a lot a lot together and your your subconscious is trying to get your attention i would put money on that yeah. that's how we operate our ego is running the show and i think we also got to see our ego in play in Vegas as well and so like when you're ex you're having those moments like you get to be grateful for them you get to be willing to see yourself and how you messed up how you don't always get it right um, and also the ways that you can improve and what you can do better and um, and I think for us like just being willing to look at the experience that we had and what we learned and what we gathered and being able to share that with people is important. And if you have those stories in your own life, talk about them. Tell your people, yeah, tell your coworkers. Yeah. Like start getting more comfortable the, just stepping out too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the good stuff like and if those people are not giving you what you need, then find new people. Like just start asking for more of what you want and what we were saying is that we wanted an experience and because we weren't getting that experience we noticed right we noticed what wasn't happening um and we also learned like our own expectations right we both try really hard not to have expectations and when you do sometimes you're let down and that was also a really good good learning yeah. lesson for us so there's always opportunities for learning if we're willing to look and see the lessons. Um, Vegas was amazing. If you love Vegas, you probably would still enjoy and, it. And if you've never been to Vegas, or if you're just like, oh, I've, I've heard, but I don't know about the city stuff, fly out here and rent a car and then drive out of the city. Problem solved. Like there is so much natural beauty sitting around the, the Las Vegas, the greater Vegas area and then stretching short drives, short, like you spend more time waiting in traffic, going to the grocery store than it takes for you to see some truly beautiful pieces of our country. And if you're listening to this from other countries, Vegas, our con is, dope. Vegas is dope if you've never been. And, like, we need to, Sean had said earlier, we have to be willing to be honest about things. And that means telling people when they've done a great job. Yeah. Telling people when you appreciate them for them picking up your trash or...
grabbing your tray from your table, um, or just realizing somebody might be having a day. You know, they might just be having a day. And, you know, we all have them. And when you realize that and you, you let that kind of spill into that interaction, that person, you get to watch the weight come off their shoulders. Yeah. Hey, it's all right, man. Like, we know you're busy. You had a server quit mid-shift. And, like, it's, it's cool. Can we grab that table in the back? We'll sit. Like, we just need one menu. Don't We just drink water. Take your time. Handle the restaurant. And we'll be back. That interaction led to a beautiful meal of... Um, and just, yeah, a beautiful meal and a beautiful conversation with, um, a manager that just was underwater, you know, he was just underwater in this situation. But because we met him with kindness, yeah. he met us with kindness, you and know, and it really was that met simple us with a vulnerability that was real. Yeah. Hey guys, like I am. Yeah. I'm real sorry. Like, I can't, uh, 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 the moment we like, hey, it's all good. And truly attempted to, to show him that, um, that it was fine, that things could take longer, that it wasn't a big deal, um, that it truly was fine. Yeah. Um, and it didn't take any longer and nothing was out of <laughs> the norm. You know? because that was also an experience mm -hmm. and like again it's not it, it doesn't need to look a certain way but when you are when the value is there we knew going in that this guy had that he was behind so like our expectations also weren't there yeah. um but our expectation was for us to have a great night a great meal uh, like we want to have we just, we just want to sit down and have a great meal together that was our expectation and a server quitting at a restaurant was none of our concern we weren't worried about how long it was going to take we weren't worried about like how things were going to get done pre-walking into the restaurant so we didn't let it affect us when we got there if we had a time constraint maybe if we had another place to actually be maybe but other than that, like we weren't rushing home to, to not talk, you know? Right. So it just goes to show the experience there was he was understaffed and he, he felt chaotic. He felt out of control, but we didn't feel that from him because of the way that he held and opened the conversation with us. And so that's also an experience. And he created that experience the way that made him feel better by mm -hmm. saying look i'm underwater like it's gonna be a while and we were like cool you know so again it's it's because you have that open communication mm -hmm. and and you're both on the same page that we had a better experience than the casinos where we had a different expectation than what was given and vice versa like that's where where it got yeah messy so mm. i think it's just again paying attention to those um my call to action would be like, just start thanking the people that are working hard. Like we, hard work, man, gah. And if that person that you might, might see you. like comes and picks up your dumpster at work, um, or if you're at home or, and 
it's your trash guy. It's your mail delivery person. I know like it's, it, it's that thing of like, yeah, I thank my, my trash guy and like who does that? A lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. I know that because I do that. I did that when I didn't even like live in a house in a town. Like I, I would, if I saw him, I'd thank him. Um, Cause they, they're doing a service I don't want to do. Right? my toes. Sorry. <laughs> and starting there, those innocuous, hey, thank you so much. Thank you. Like, man, have a great day. That's all it needs to be. You don't need to write a letter. You don't need to do anything extraordinary. Just letting someone know, like, I see you. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, delivering my mail for the last nine years. And if you haven't said thank you to that person and you know they've been doing it that long, now would be a good time to do it. Because um, that type of stuff now is like super important. We, we need it. We need each other. We need that community and that connection. Yeah. And I think w if we can start there, like it doesn't have to be anything major. It's just like start noticing the people that are really working hard and have been and the people that are cleaning and doing the things that are all... Yeah. a pain in the ass <laughs> you know it, like the stuff that no one it's underappreciated it's under undervalued and it's really valuable and really important and those people are important to how we operate and yeah. they probably don't feel like it because that is a very undeserving or un um, a thankless a thankless job yeah very thankless so um Vegas is dope <laughs> If you're into the, if, if, if you want to go and you're into gambling, it, it's definitely was enough of the experience, I would say, if you're really missing it. If you're yeah, like yeah, really, yeah. really missing it, it was there. Um, but definitely different and just. People watching is top notch. Yeah, for sure. Like for absolutely sure. top notch people watching. Um, yeah, it just added to the list. You know, like Vegas is incredible. I could brag about every place I've been. Right. you know well y'all thank you for listening thank you guys for listening for the last little bit we're um really excited about um what's to come we have lots of really major stuff happening in the future and um we're just grateful for you grateful for your support for your dedication to us and um yeah, yeah. We'll let's let's keep these conversations going too sweet and yeah. we'll see y'all next week later y'all <laughs>